0: Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Dad's Right. It's the episode where I learned to talk over the fading music at the beginning, so that's exciting. <laughs> Today's Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And grandmothers. And grandmothers and great-grandmothers.
1: And yeah, all all the way back, really. Why not? Great-great-grandmothers. Everyone. Everyone. Every woman who's had a child.
0: And even the ones that have, not they have moms, so it's a day for them too. Kind of.
1: No. Okay. Because <laughs> that would be a day for me, by that logic, or at least Madeline, and it's not. not.
0: Fair. Okay. Um, firstly, I, I'm going to say uh, I made a mistake last week. I said it was Mariachi's Ghost that was playing when uh, the power went out at Folk on the Rocks. And there's only a few people that are going to care about this, but I'm one of them. It wasn't. Uh, Mariachi's Ghost was a fabulous band up there, but... But uh, the band that was actually playing when the music went out was Lemon Bucket Orchestra, who who was also excellent and did a fabulous job when the music went out.
1: I really enjoyed watching Lemon Bucket Orchestra as well. I, I got to sit down and watch Lemon Bucket Orchestra for a while. I have some on my phone, actually. I just listen to them sometimes. They're a lot of
0: fun. They are a lot of fun. More
1: fun to see live than just listen on your phone. Yeah. Especially when they're singing Ukrainian. Or do Ukrainians speak Ukrainian? Sure. If, you know... Beverly would be able to answer that question because she's Ukrainian. Well,
0: we have her uh, on the line. <laughs> no, we
1: don't. don't. No, we don't. We were supposed to have um, my very best friend, Beverly Rockwell, on the show today. But unfortunately, um, because we're terrible at planning things, um, we uh, it didn't work out. She had... Time uh, zone problems. Time zone problems, and her day filled up pretty quickly because she's doing a, a staged over Zoom reading of a show today, and I have to get up at 4.30 for work, so I need to be in bed by the first time she was free.
0: Should we be watching that?
1: Yeah, it's a staged reading, and we were out when it started, so it's a bit late to jump in. I'm hoping that we're going to be able to find it later. Oh, okay. Um, It was a real shame. I was sorry that I couldn't just jump right in, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping that um, it's available someplace, um, somewhere to re-listen
0: to. Surely she's recording it. I mean, I For th- her I mean, parents,
1: I think it was over a Zoom call, and that if you wanted to listen, you just
0: hopped into the Zoom call. Somebody has to, like record on their cell yeah, phone. Yeah, somebody must have recorded it. I'm really they hoping record somebody recorded, record. recorded it. One of the one of the one of the Rockwells or or the one one of them must have. There's there's four other ones, so one of them must have. All right. I guess that means uh, we had planned to discuss uh, a little bit of arts and and COVID with Beverly, the effect and 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 what's happening. Um, so so we'll save that for when when we're able to have her on. Have her on. We're hoping next week. Um, and uh, we'll just make something up. A little seat of the pants segment coming up shortly.
1: Yeah. Alright, so we're going to start off with the usual best and worst, which is the best and worst things that we've seen this week um, outside of, uh, of coronavirus related things, more um, general family stuff that we have in our everyday lives. Um, so for me, I would say that the best thing that I saw this week or that happened to me, um, I have two things. One, uh, I started getting letters back from friends. I've been sending out letters. Um, the to most inefficient people. way to communicate.: Yes, it is, <laughs> and it's long, and uh, I'm very impatient. so when I send one out, I want to answer it back immediately, but that's not how the mail works. But it's a lot of fun. I still find it a lot of fun. and I got one back from uh, my friend Sydney, and I got one back from Elizabeth, and they were so lovely. Um, very how much excited. does it cost
0: to send a letter these days?
1: Uh, A little over a dollar. Um, Yeah, so that's probably the best thing. The other thing is, the beginning of the week, uh, I spent May 3rd, 4th, and 5th watching all the Star Wars movies. So on the 3rd, I did Phantom Menace through Revenge of the Sith, and then on the 4th, I did uh, Solo, Rogue One, uh, and then A New Hope through Return of the Jedi, and then on the uh, 5th, I did Force Awakens through um the last one, which is called Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, yes it is. And which... there was
0: in there was a cartoon in there too.
1: Oh yeah, we watched, I watched the last episode ever of the T V series Star Wars The Clone Wars, which uh was one of my favorites growing up and is to this day, and that was fantastic and also like very sad to watch. And the worst thing is it snowed, and that was terrible, and it's freezing, and it's the beginning of May, and it shouldn't be this way, and I'm very upset about it.
0: It doesn't feel like May. No, it doesn't. This is, like, early April weather. Yeah, this would be nice if it was just winter starting to turn.
1: Oh, if this was just winter starting to turn, I'd be outside in a t-shirt and a light sweater. Yeah. But I'm outside today in, like, a heavy-ish sweater, and I'm shivering.
0: Yeah, it's it's not nice. Yeah. It's, it's a bit disappointing, for sure. Uh... This week one one of the best things that I found was uh it was on Facebook, it's still good for something here and there. Um, Yo-Yo Ma is putting out uh I think a song a day, Songs of Comfort, and uh really fantastic. Uh great musician and uh really nice to listen to, especially he does some of the, the real classics that uh Mozart. I think there's one from Bach in there. They're just outstanding. There's also there's also a bolero juilliard video that uh he's in that he's a juilliard graduate but a a a slew Mm -hmm. of other how is that how you would describe
1: it a slew i would describe it as a slew of other celebrities that you've probably juilliard
0: graduates
1: juilliard graduates i would assume yes well it is oh okay
0: point of the video
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yeah it's true and there's just so many faces in there that you're going to say, I know them from somewhere. What's their name? But it's handy because it's over Zoom. So their name is in the bottom left corner. Yes. So your questions are answered right that's away.
0: That's right. Ethel, it isn't 100% of the time. It's there, 80 to 90% of the time.
1: Yeah, but faces reappear. You'll always yeah. see the name eventually. Yeah, that's
0: probably true. And then uh, for me, uh, the worst thing, uh, and uh, it is a little bit, well, it's totally COVID related, but those those guys that took the guns the big guns oh, into the Michigan Michigan uh, what's what are they called there that the state capitol. state capitol building yeah Capitol building that's what it's called thanks i mean there's there's no place in a in a peaceful protest to to carry weapons like that and i don't understand and and well i do understand it's top down and the president is a bully and this is these people trying to be bullies and uh, you know, and and then the president goes out and calls them very fine people and tweets "liberate Michigan." Uh, no. You look at places that are starting to relax, like Germany, and their cases are going up. You need to get rid of it, or mostly get rid of it, before we open up. Yeah, yeah. listen. Also, ultimately, you can't live like this forever. At some point, we have to open it up. But let's put our best effort forward. And and yeah, it's tough. It's tough for everybody. No, you know, I'm not working. It's hard, but uh, but it's necessary. And uh, you know, I I just I just don't I don't understand a society that that allows that, which yeah. I guess I guess. Well, I'll save that for the TNT coming up next. And uh, and also, and you look at something like that where it's a bunch of white guys. Taking their guns into the into the state capital and and pro- peaceful protest, I guess, as peaceful as you can be with a massive gun in your hand, and and the cops do nothing, let them protest, and uh, eventually it dissipates. Versus Georgia, where where you have finally. Uh, some some people that are going to be put to trial for shooting that uh, black jogger, uh, that the DA had a, a video of it since February, and he's it's just going to trial now. Two DAs refused to take it to trial. I mean, it might be a bit of a false equivalent in the argument, but but there is definitely some race issues down there still that I, I don't even know how you even begin to overcome.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean we still have race issues here, but down there it's way worse huge and it's just filled with a bunch of people who don't want to do anything about it
0: yeah and it makes me it it actually it it makes me concerned uh i mean maybe just the population of probably canada and the u.s is just not quite as enlightened as I, i thought or hoped like as a general as a general rule and it and it really kind of fills me with dread that that you know, we're gonna get four more years of a president who can't put together complete sentences, or at least thoughtful complete sentences. Because it doesn't matter who wins, they're just still gonna have that. <laughs> well, I think Biden can can general although he's he's in big trouble. He's uh I mean I don't know, can they can they go in another direction now or is it too late?
1: Who can who go in another direction? The Democrats. Oh, no, I mean, Biden's got it. But But he's
0: been accused of uh, sexual... Assault. Assault, yeah.
1: Um, That doesn't matter as terrible as it is. I mean, it should matter. The only way that the Democrats could go in another direction is if Biden... um, Okay, well, there's there's a few things that could happen. Um, At the Democratic Convention, because the primary... Biden's the presumptive nominee because he hasn't actually won the primary yet. Some states even ha- haven't even had their primary yet. So um, when the Democratic uh, Convention comes up in whenever the heck it is, um, sometime before November, the delegates which are um, assigned through votes in the primaries will go and vote and whoever gets the most delegate votes, uh, it's something like over 1,991 or something like that. Um, wins the nomination but delegates have to vote but delegates are elected in primaries and they're pledged to vote for a certain person so right now joe biden is gonna get all the delegates pretty much um that's that's a certainty if the delegates go and vote against what they were elected to vote for which they technically can do joe biden might not win
0: so it's like the electoral college
1: it is essentially the electoral college but on a on a Party based scale. So they could vote and Joe Biden might not win then if they just vote for someone else, although I guess I don't know if anyone wouldn't take it even if they're not running. I don't know. Um, Or if Joe Biden drops out. But right now the Democratic Party is just throwing all its support behind him. And it's very disappointing to see because you got a lot of senators, especially women senators who have been strong advocates for um, uh, um, believing women when they make these accusations and, and uh, making sure that they're heard and like a zero tolerance policy. And you hear them making excuses for Joe Biden, like uh, Kirsten Gillibrand and Elizabeth Warren. Um, and I think it's because they've reasoned in their mind I think it's one of two things. Either they've reasoned in their mind that Biden's better than Trump, and if you're going to have two acute two people accused of sexual assault, it's better to have Biden than Trump. Um, or, or it's also possible that you know they both know Joe Biden personally. and They just don't believe it could happen.
0: Do you know the details? I haven't looked. I should have, but like I said, we're seeing the pants this this week. Do you know the details of the accusation? Does anyone? Are they public? I don't know the details of the exact accusation. I
1: haven't read too much into it. It hasn't really been in the media, which I think we've mentioned before. Um, I'm starting to see a little bit more about it, which means it's going to be a problem for Biden, and uh, if it becomes enough of a problem before the primary, then maybe the Democratic establishment will find somebody else, but... Uh, yeah, no, I should look it up. It's uh I mean, you look at what know.
0: happened to a, to a senator like Al Franken. Yeah, who was for years uh voted for women's rights and was a strong strong supporter mm-hmm. of women in government. And then something came up from his past, you know, a number of years before. Yeah, and that was just And he was
1: forced out. Mm-hmm. That was just and I okay, I shouldn't say just. That was inappropriate touching in like a streak of it. Um, a lot of women saying of like him grabbing their butt during, um, a, uh, during photo ops and, and, and sort of groping and things like that and unwanted kissing, that kind of thing. Um, and he was, he resigned first of all, which I think was the classy move in that instance, although he's always denied it. Um, whereas I don't know. I mean, it's, you can't, especially two men shouldn't be grading, women's experiences with this but Tara Reid has accused Joe Biden of like sexual assault like I know it is more um I don't want to say serious but more in-depth than um more aggressive even is a better yeah, thing it feels the like Al- the franken. best thing
0: for Biden, for Biden to do mm-hmm. is is if, I mean even if listen they have to have their Day in court or whatever, and mm-hmm. and and suss out exactly what happened. But for from because you don't you don't know. So let's let's mm-hmm. let's see what happened. But but step. I think he's got to step aside. It, it's bad for the party. Yeah,
1: it's bad for the party, and uh, it's it's bad for Biden. It will come back and haunt him. And the thing is, how
0: can Trump hold it against him?
1: Well, here's the thing: because Trump can hold it against him because. There is a significant portion of Republican and swing voters that um, will believe that Trump didn't do anything when Trump says he doesn't, but they'll believe that Joe Biden did when Trump says that Joe Biden does.
0: But, I mean, Stormy Daniels is not a believe or not, it's fact. Yeah, but it's fact reported, it's alternative facts. It's it's fact fact. I mean, people have gone to prison for the payments to her and stuff. It's a fact. It happened. Yeah, it wasn't assault, hundred percent, but it was, you know, it's 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 definitely uh, at least coveting my neighbor's wife or one. Of, it's definitely against one but of the not, Bible belt. Uh,
1: but it's not Trump's fault. It's Michael Cohen's fault, or it's the liberal media's fault. It's never or it's Trump's fault. Stormy Daniels' fake, fault. Fake news. Exactly. The fake, the fake media. Yeah, exactly. They're believing, it's people believing what they want to believe. Um, but with the Al Franken thing, um, one of the things I just want to point out that's a real shame to see, Kirsten Gillibrand, who I mentioned a little bit earlier, I mentioned her name, she's a senator from New York. Um, when, Al, when these accusations came out against Al Franken, she was the first senator to call for his resignation. Um, and with Joe Biden, she has said that uh, Joe Biden sells her support, there's no reason to withdraw it, Um She thinks that the investigation that's been done is enough, didn't see a trail of misconduct, so we don't need to worry about it anymore. And I think she's trying to have her cake and eat it, too, a little bit.
0: Sounds like it. That brings us to our TNT segment. What were Trudeau and Trump up to this week? You know, we're in big trouble if either of these guys lose the next election. Yeah. that's what I mean, if it's... uh, uh, I'm not going to be sheer. Singing... Singh and Biden, S and B. That's no good. That's no good. At least it's not S and M. What is it? And the, um, oh, Biden and, and, and Singh could be BS. That would be good. That works. Except Singh's not going to win the I know, I just don't know who's going to be the conservative.
1: Uh, either Peter McKay or Aaron O'Toole. So McKay and O'Toole,
0: uh, BM? BM. <laughs> BM isn't bad either. Okay, we got options. Uh... All right, I'll start off. I think I think a couple of things this week. Um for me anyway. First is just the general uh approach by both, both leaders to this uh pandemic. If you look at what's happening in Canada, I think it's a well, I think anyway, it's a, it's been a more measured approach, a more realistic approach
1: on the uh, federal level.
0: On the federal level. Yeah. Um and well, it's called Trudeau and Trump. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think, you know, he comes out every day and he, he's not setting unrealistic expectations. He's not trying to force people out when when there's no real reason they should be going out yet. And and like I said earlier, you look at the places that did try to ease up and, and their cases go up. Uh, whereas, you know, to, to sort of contrast that, you have Trump. Who uh, who's who's pushing very hard for for people to get back to work and the economy to open as fast as possible? Uh, damn the consequences! Um, and it's it's irresponsible, I think. And uh, maybe maybe it has something to do with how close the elections are in in both countries. I, I hope not, but uh, but it might have a. I'm sure that has a role in Trump. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Trudeau would be the same either way
1: well I think that um I think right now the and I saw a national post article about this um I think the um, the Trudeau government would love an election because they're as popular as they ever been they could get their majority back but um i don't I don't think that's why necessarily they're they're taking the approach that they have, because I think they know that they're not going to get an election anytime soon, that the virus is going to stop that. And, um, the parties aren't going to, well, I won't say the parties, the NDP and the bloc won't push for an election, um, as long as the virus is around. Uh, the conservatives might both of the top two They need a leader first. Yeah, and both of their new uh I mean they have four people running in the leadership, only two of them might win. Um and they've both said they want an election in October and they haven't rescinded that yet. They haven't reaffirmed it, but they haven't taken it back. Um but I mean the liberal government only needs either the votes of the bloc or the NDP, both of whom will not allow an election while this virus is happening um cuz it'd be bad for them. Um And so unless the government voted against itself, which is never a good look, uh, there's not going to be an election in Canada until the virus is over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying that whether it, you know, the elect, well, you're right, it's a minority, so we never know when the election is actually going to be. But Mm. assuming he makes it till the end of the term, it's farther off than the U.S. election. Yeah. So he has, he has you could argue that he doesn't have the urgency to push the economy back and a a cynic might say that that is what's happening here. And I I hope that's not what it is. I'd I'd like to think he's trying to do the right thing. Whereas I, I firmly believe the Trump presidency is mostly just about making, enriching himself and his friends. It has nothing to do with the economy. Oh yeah, no. Or broader economy. Yeah. No, no, absolutely not.
1: Mm -hmm. No, Trump's running issue. Before this happened, the issue Trump was going to run on was the economy because it was seeing steady job growth, the stock market was rising, um, and all these things that people generally associate with the economy. Um, I don't think that that is actually a good indicator of a well-run nation. Um, what the, how the stock market's doing, I think that's more of an indicator of how the billionaires are doing. Um, that's just my opinion and the opinion of many economists. Um, but he was going to run on that and people were going to believe him and that's how he was going to win swimming states. Um, another important thing to mention is that all the job growth started in the Obama era and it just kept going up since Obama. So do that as you will, but it's not like it just suddenly spiked when Trump took office. Um, and now he can't run on that anymore. He cannot say that the economy is in better shape than before he was elected. They're in the, they haven't had this bad unemployment uh, since the Great Depression. The unemployment numbers just came out the other day, and they lost millions of jobs. Yeah. There are millions of jobs. It's, they're, they're in the toilet. So I have no doubt that you're right, um, that he wants the economy up and going, because that's what he was going to run on. And now he has nothing to run on. What's he going to run on now? What has he done?
0: Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, just, a uh, an aside, I, I, I enjoy watching, uh, a, a, a late, uh, a, a late show. It's called a late show. Now, a late right? show. And also, uh, Seth Meyers. Yeah. Late night. Late night. From their, from their respective homes or attics. And, uh, and, uh, on both of them last night was, was Trump touring the, uh, 3M, I think factory, some oh, mask no. factory, anyway. Yeah. Not wearing a mask. He said he was going to... Now, to be fair, nobody in the picture had a mask on. It's not yeah. like the other people wearing a mask and Trump wasn't. Mm-hmm. Nobody had a mask on. But but uh, very funny. And uh, and then, so, I, I don't know who was controlling the, the music in the place, but as Trump's trying to force people back to work, it, they had live and let die blaring... <laughs> in the background which is (laughs) this mask factory hilarious so funny so so funny and and then also in the interview after and this is the part that it's just incredible that that really gets away with this sort of stuff they uh they they asked him they said you were going to wear a mask but you weren't wearing a mask this is in reporters yeah interviewing him before he said he was going to wear a mask yes prior to the visit he said he'd probably wear a mask there So a reporter said, you you said you were probably going to wear a mask. You weren't wearing a mask. And he said, oh, I was wearing a mask. You just didn't see me. I was wearing a mask backstage. It's a factory. It's not a show. It's not a production. There's no backstage. It's not The Apprentice.
1: Trump just sees his life as a TV show.
0: Yes. Oh, great. Great. Great stuff. If nothing else, it's good for comedy.
1: Yeah, exactly. I remember um, at the beginning of the Trump presidency on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, back when it was called The Late Show. Um, I don't know why they made that change. I feel like I missed a joke. <laughs> um, but um, Stephen Colbert had on a lot of people um, who now have their own shows, who used to, they all used to work together on The Daily Show with um, Jon Stewart. Um, so that's like Samantha B, um, Ed Helms, uh, Stephen Carell, John Oliver, Stephen Colbert, Um, A whole bunch of these really famous people. And he had them all on. They were doing a little reunion episode. and They did a skit where it was like a flashback to those days. And that was when, during the George W. Bush presidency. And Samantha Bee had this line where she says, "Uh, Yes, there will never be a president better for comedy than George W. Bush. (laughs) And then looks right into the camera smiling, like this cringy smile. It's so funny. Because he is great for comedy. He's... Trump. Yeah, yeah, Trump is hilarious. If it it's, wasn't
0: so tragic. Yeah, if he like, wasn't...
1: If he wasn't the President of the United States, and if it, these these blunders, these stupid, ridiculous things he does didn't have dangerous implications on people's lives and livelihood, then it would just be a great thing to watch. I would love that it was happening, because <laughs> I could sit down and watch it be my favorite TV show. But it's, um,
0: terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And... Uh, yeah, this is a little bit off Trump, but but there was a Jared Kushner interview on uh, on I think he was on Fox probably because it was a softball interview. Yeah, and uh, he was saying uh, rather than condemning the president for the job he's done, they should be saying what a great job and uh, what what a great job he's done, and and it's miraculous that they are where they are. Yeah, it's a success
1: story. It is almost miraculous that they are where they are because it needed to be a miracle for them to like, or whatever the opposite of a miracle is for them to have messed this up so badly.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's again, it's, it's sort of a lot of times the decisions were made, but they were just made too late and, and you know, two weeks, one week, two weeks in, in, uh, in a exponential growth situation is uh it's it's not fast enough it had to be faster and yes hindsight's 2020 uh it happened in canada too canada should have reacted a little bit faster Mm -hmm. we'd be better off but uh but at least now we're we're we've righted the ship yeah and uh the ship sort of below us is is still swirling no one's at the steering no one's it is not it is it is not manned. No. The tiller is not manned.
1: <laughs> They're all at the golf course. Anyway, here. Um, oh yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, for Trudeau, um, I thought, I thought he had a pretty good week. Um, I like that he increased the wage subsidy and, uh, Extended?
0: Or did he increase and extend? Or I just think extend? he increased
1: and extend. I know that... That uh, sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um... Yeah. Oh, geez. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I don't even know what I was talking about anymore. Wage subsidies. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know he reached a deal with businesses or provinces and stuff to to give an increased wage to essential workers as well, which um, I don't know if that's just uh, federal essential workers or private ones as well. Uh, For completely innocent reasons, I hope it's private workers (laughs) uh, that are getting a pay raise. Um, And then what I really like And I thought that this is him showing a tougher side is, you know, we ordered all these masks from a Montreal supplier that got them from China and we got them in like a whole bunch were just defective. They're just ineffective. They're not working. And, uh, they're supposed
0: to be N95 and they're like N10.
1: Yeah, basically. I don't, yeah. Um, and Trudeau said he's just not going to pay for them, which is good. You shouldn't have to. Yeah. When you get a defective product, you should get a refund. And if you haven't paid yet, then you just shouldn't pay for them. And I'm glad he's taking that stand.
0: Yeah, and and you know what, it, that can that to me it's one of the things that I don't think government's great at. Um and and maybe this'll be a, a change. But even you know, take it outside of COVID, you look at like road work and stuff, it always goes over budget, yeah, over time, and they just keep paying. Like right Firmer contracts. Yeah. This is how much we're paying you. We expect this done in this time. Anything, you know, give me all of what it's gonna cost. I don't want any overruns. Then you can make a plan. And I just don't think governments are good at that, partly because half the government's job is just to get reelected again and most yeah. of these jobs are run by unions and you don't want to piss off a union. So they don't really complain and they go along and they pay and they pay and they pay. But this is a, this this I do like. It's a it is a line in the sand and he's saying, "No, these don't this isn't what we bought. I'm not paying you." We'll see if he actually doesn't pay. Yeah. But uh, I hope he doesn't. Yeah. I hope he sticks to his guns.
1: Yeah. I have I agree with the road work. I think uh, bringing it back away from coronavirus. But that's always annoyed me and I think I think a lot Almost of it is Almost any
0: government contract is like that. Yeah.
1: And I think a lot of the problem is they and you mentioned it a little bit is they they put out you know whoever gets it is whoever offers it the cheapest and the fastest but they just lie yeah the people just lie and then it goes over or takes them so, to the
0: best game of golf or hockey yeah. or dinner so, or but whatever they, what
1: they need to do is they need to say give me realistic uh options i'm gonna hire you this is what we're gonna do and if you go over or over it's budget like, yeah it's on you and we're not gonna hire you again after that
0: yeah we're gonna well, actually somebody else it doesn't matter okay length of time yes unless there's a good reason but ultimately, if you go over budget, I don't care. I'm yeah. not paying for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it should be. Yeah, And I think a lot of it is, on especially especially when you get to these more local elections with municipal uh, and provincial, um, and I think it increases the sort of the lower you go, um, you get a lot of idiots elected who don't think things through. And that's because people, less people run because it's less people's eye on it. And you get way lower voter turnout. Municipal voter turnout's like in the 20 percentile.
0: Which is exactly the opposite way it should be, because they have more impact on your day-to-day life. Yeah. I always believe that.
1: No, I and agree.
0: It, it, these, these guys are running your day-to-day life, and, uh, and, and nobody cares who, and you who runs. Get, you get some idiots. Doug Forbes on the Toronto City Council for a while.
1: You get some <laughs> idiots elected because people don't vote. Rob Ford had no business being mayor of Toronto for as long as he was.
0: Well, he uh, had the crack vote.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, did you hear that they're making a dark comedy about Rob Ford's life? No. And but, uh, Jim Gaffigan's going to star as Doug Ford.
0: That's a way. Rob Ford.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rob Ford, Rob Ford. And it's going to be a dark comedy, and it's going to be
0: all I guess. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan's great. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, yeah, and then I agree with everything you said about Trump. He's just, he's completely absurd, and he needs to, I, like, they just need to go away. Yeah. Um, Trudeau, if Trudeau gets reelected and it's Biden, TB tuberculosis.
0: That's not good. <laughs> BT is breakfast television. That's not good either. Yeah. We need a we need a, a really good conservative initial. And and uh, yeah, if it, if it, well, no, we either have McKay or O'Toole. O'Toole. So O or T. Yeah. O.
1: Yeah. There's no. No. B O.
0: B O. B O. If he does, not, we can... Yeah. Well,
1: that works. That works. we'll work with what we get.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the biggest thing in the news this week is is out of, oddly enough, high-level Alberta, which you don't expect to hear big news out of.
1: No. I, it, I bet you a lot of people haven't heard of high-level Alberta before.
0: It's probably true. Uh, but that's where the Cargill meatpacking plant is, and it is the biggest COVID-19 hotspot in North America. I believe I read that.
1: Yeah, it's like the biggest isolated outbreak. Yeah. Absolutely it is.
0: 15
1: yeah. it almost sixteen hundred cases. Yeah. From this meat packing factory in Cargo. High level. level is four thousand people? High level is just under four thousand people.
0: We drove it's, through high level just a little history here. We we lived in Yellowknife as as, as many of our Listeners know. Many of our tens of listeners. As many of the tens of listeners know. <laughs> we lived in Yellowknife for three years, and and the big outing for every Yellowknifer is uh, is Edmonton. Yeah. And, oh, it's a hoot. And and, and and that is generally a drive, um, at least for us. Because you got to bring stuff back from Costco. Exactly. You can't fit the Costco stuff, <laughs> stuff on a plane. <laughs> yeah. So it's a drive, and the Costco sell alcohol. Which yeah. is awesome. So, so you're you're driving in High Level is uh, is the second gas stop on your way down uh, from Yellowknife to Edmonton, which is probably is it the second completely the second stop. You stop like, you stop in uh, in that little. that's not even a town. Ford Enterprise, right before I think. the yeah Enterprise. Yeah, and then um, and then High Level.
1: Oh, okay. That's
0: the way I always did it. You always did it. The one time you did it? No, I drove down there three times.
1: What? Oh, okay.
0: Four times, okay. if you count the time we drove you to school.
1: Why did you drive down there before then?
0: I went down, we went down on the March break. You weren't there, you were in the Middle East. No, Morocco? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, that's not the Middle East, Dad. that's the northwest of
0: Africa. Whatever. It's desert. Yeah, it was desert. <laughs> that? Okay, continue. They're angry, and they're, there's a lot of fighting, it's... Morocco's actually very peaceful. Yeah, but it's right besides some not-so-peaceful places. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you were in Morocco. I couldn't think of where you were, actually. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, 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 it was Morocco. It was lovely. I had a great time. I would go back. Right uh, so
0: we went line. down there. Um, we went down, I think, the Nets market break as well. I don't know where you were.
1: I don't know where I was then, either. Then
0: you and I went down for for to look at the, the of University A. of Alberta.
1: Because I was going to go and become an environmental lawyer. I and mean, we looked at the law facility and the environmental sciences facility.
0: Yeah, That didn't happen. Well, it's early. Early days. <laughs> and then uh, we drove you home. Four times. I don't think you went that other March break. No, there's definitely one other trip. Maybe it was just with your mother. I definitely went four times. Okay. Anyway. Long drive, 15 hours, but High Levels is the second gas stop. Would never have probably ever heard of this city, and that's my ignorance of the country if I hadn't to, had to drive through it. But uh, I guess we need to get back to where we were. Cargill. Cargill, yes.
1: Cargill Meat Processing Factory in High Level, Alberta, which, to give you wider numbers, also serves a general area of about 20,000 people.
0: Now so, this, this from, what I've, well, from what I've read, Cargill processes 40% of the beef used in Canada. That could be true. It's a I big number. I have no way to contradict that nor confirm it. That well, could I'm, be true. I'm, I'm relatively, I'm at least 40% certain it's true. <laughs> there you go. So together that's 80%. All right. That's good math. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the beef, I'm sure we've all eaten beef if you're not a vegetarian from... The cargo processing plant. And and uh yeah, just, just a complete mess up there right now. Yeah. There are a lot of videos yeah. coming out. This is well after uh COVID was known. Oh yeah, social well, distancing orders, everything was already out there. And they are packed in there. Yeah. People, not cows, people packed in there. Also cows. Good uh, cows, cows. Yeah. Meat. Yes. <laughs> uh
1: yeah. It's ridiculous, and they were all doing it because Cargill told them to,
0: and they didn't want to lose their jobs. And there's a lot of again, this is from uh, I watched a bit of news on it the other day, but it's a lot of uh, a lot of immigrants uh, mm-hmm. doing that, and a lot of seasonal immigrant workers, and a lot of them. It's definitely English as a second language, or or very little English at all. Yeah. And and they don't necessarily have the tools to say no, I'm not doing that, or or understand exactly what's happening. So
1: they may not know their rights. They may in not know Canada, their rights. Yeah. If so they, if they're relatively new,
0: I think. And then the I don't know most of my rights in Canada, honestly. <laughs> my workers' rights. And then you know it's it's just uh, and then the 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 president says, oh, there was some mistakes made. Well, yeah, like horrible mistakes made. And now they're, they're forcing people back to work, and it's better? I, I, the government went in and said ah. it's okay, but they've, again, released pictures, and it, it's, it still doesn't look
1: great. It is not better. Cargill meat processing plant, south of Montreal, 64 workers infected. Well, that's better than 1600. Yeah, but they said they had it under control after high level, and they said things were going to be better. Now it's happening again across the country. Same company. A different city, different packaging plant, same company. So clearly, they're not taking things under control and making things better. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. And that, it doesn't surprise me that it was largely um, immigrant workers with English as the second language, or possibly not a lot of English yet, because in Canada and in the United States, undocumented immigrants, and just immigrants in general, do some of the worst jobs in the country, like some of the toughest, most grueling, disgusting jobs, um, and are not thanked for it. They are often abused, faced with racism, faced with um, extra hurdles, Uh, You know, right now the U.S. is, the U.S. especially, is relying heavily on undocumented immigrants who are still going to work, uh, picking food and doing farm work that I don't understand. Um, And these people are just abused terribly and are made to do things that um, naturalized citizens and born citizens um, would not be made to do.
0: They wouldn't do it
1: yes yeah exactly they just flat out would not do it you're right
0: that's the difference that's why that's why all these people are hired is because the the people that have been there longer don't don't want to do it and they don't want they, to do it or know they don't have to they're unwilling to do it just to make ends meet they'll find it other ways whereas you know people that are just coming over here well we'll take what's available and and do it and, and you know what it is a thankless job and um I had some great steak tonight, might have been packaged by cargo, might have been packaged by someone else, I don't know, but whoever did it, you know, thanks.
1: (laughs) I didn't have steak tonight.
0: I tried to tempt him. (laughs) You
1: did, and I was tempted. It was really good. Color me tempted. Um, The other thing is, segue, uh, Vice President Mike Pence and the entire White House staff, um, well, Vice President Mike Pence in the U.S. right now is... Going into self-isolation because a lot of his staff has been diagnosed with COVID-19.
0: And so was the president's driver.
1: And so was the president's driver. Um, And... Well, first of all, how can you call it a success story, as Jared Kushner had, when it's happening in the White House? (laughs) Like, you haven't even managed to protect the White House. Um, But this the fact that they got tests in the u s
0: there's there's lots of there is that's one of the big issues is the testing that that's available for okay, regardless of who's president, the president's going to get tested oh 100%. yeah hundred percent
1: I don't think that's wrong, yeah, I don't think that's wrong because you need in in any crisis you need a steady hand leadership you need your that is the there.
0: definition of trump,
1: yeah. <laughs> absolutely well you need some sort of figurehead if you lose the top guy chaos breaks out right you need no, some i'll sort tell you of- what
0: the yeah but i i and and the other thing is he's, there isn't enough testing down there he, regardless of what mm-hmm. what trump's stating They they don't have enough tests and they're trying to put people back to work without the number of tests
1: that's what's wrong and
0: there's testing there is a you know they caught all these cases in the white house which yeah. is great and now they'll, they'll isolate them and they can contract trace and isolate those people and stop this breakout before it gets too big. Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing that with everybody else, you're going to be forcing back to work. Yeah. Then, then uh, you're, you're sentencing a certain number of people to death. Yeah. That's what's so morally corrupt about it is that Trump, it's not
1: even that Trump is forcing to go back to work uh, without tests. He's forcing it and saying, we
0: don't need the tests. And no, I then think he's saying them. we have the tests.
1: Oh, okay. But some of his, pe- his satellite people are saying we don't need the test as well. He's saying they have the test. It's a barrage of different messages that successfully overwhelm the media till nobody knows what's going on and nobody cares anymore and he gets away with lies, which is a great strategy for him in, in that it's worked out. Um, but the fact that he says we have the tests and then other people say we don't need the test, and then he makes it really goes back to work and that him and all his staff and all the vice president staff and everyone they all get as many tests as they want is a serious problem
0: yeah now there's uh i did want to talk about one other thing that i just remembered and uh, there's no real good segue segue but uh I, it was it was actual you know what no i'm not going to talk about it because i'm going to save it for the arts arts uh when Beverly joins us. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, oh, so you can... It's, it's, that's that's uh, called a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's exactly. Gonna, that's going to keep <laughs> the tens of listeners <laughs> back next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll carry
1: the 16 people yeah. that are going to listen that's to this great. one.
0: <laughs>
1: so just some parting thoughts before we sign off on today. Uh, for me, I think I just... I have to say there was... I think it might have been the episode where we had Mary on where I said, Biden 2020. I gotta rescind that, for now at least, because these allegations by Tara Reid they have to be investigated. Um, They need to be looked into, and Joe Biden needs to step aside, I think, at the very least while the investigation's going on. Which means he's probably never gonna be president if he did that. And he really, really wants to be president, obviously. Uh, Like, so badly. Um, But, you know what? If you want to be president... Don't sexually assault somebody. Unless your name is Trump. Yeah, well, you know. If you're in the principled more the more principled party, then don't sexually assault somebody if you want to be president. So I just have to resent that. I don't know like I don't know who I'd support in the American election, but the beautiful thing is I don't have to. I'm not (laughs) voting there. It doesn't matter who I support at the end of the day. And also, I hope it gets warmer outside.
0: Yes, I I second that. Especially I've have, I've have some yard work to do. It's not fun in the cold. Uh, well, we had a we had quite an exciting week this week, as uh, as many of you may may know, or maybe you don't. Uh, my daughter's finishing grade twelve this year, for the most part, at home uh, due to the due to the COVID, which which kind of sucks. No prom, no grad. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in maybe in uh, September, we'll see but as of now, no prom, no grad, but, uh, she, she applied to, uh, four different universities, five different programs, and we heard back from two of them this week, and, and the KW area is, uh, is very interested in, in Madeline. She's, she got accepted to both Waterloo and Laurier, so congratulations to her, and, uh, still, still waiting for Guelph, which is closer for me to go visit, and, uh, Shop at Costco while I'm there. Free Costco. We should get advertising money from them. Yeah, we really. We mention Costco a lot on this.
1: We do. We do. I'll, I'll pitch it to my supervisor yeah. um, when I go to work. Tomorrow. Yeah. Because it's a vast audience.
0: Yeah. Um, International, too. Yes. And speaking of Costco, I, I, I must tell of my triumphant trip to Costco on, on Friday where I, I woke in the early hours... Um, 630, six thirty, six six thirty. Okay, only about two
1: hours after I did. Yeah, after well, I you know,
0: whatever. <laughs> early for me, and and trekked from my house to to Guelph in the in the blistery weather. In in a car. Yeah, it's cold out though. When I arrived at at seven thirty, had to get in line at Costco because I've heard that sometimes they open their doors early. This time they did not. So I was standing outside, minus three. Um, I I did bring hat and a gloves, which was smart, but it was chilly. I didn't, didn't wasn't quite dressed for the weather for half an hour until the doors finally opened. And I went in, and in front of me, under a rainbow or a beam of heavenly light, was a pallet full of Lysol wipes. <laughs> it's
1: funny you say that because I had the same image in my head with the heavenly light and some, like, angelic music. Yeah. And I was going to say it if you didn't. Yeah. I was going to let you say a palette <laughs> of Lysol wipes, and then I was going to say a beam of light from heaven and angels sing yes. in the background.
0: So I was able to get an, a, a six-pack of Costco Lysol wipes. That's what you have to do. The, the early bird gets the wipes. Yep. Anyway, thanks for listening.
1: I, I, oh, sorry, go no, ahead. No, never mind. I was just going to say that after this pandemic, the... The phrase six pack is gonna change meaning from <laughs> beers to yeah. myself.
0: And uh again, happy Mother's Day to to all the mothers out there. Good night. Bye.